Welcome to Ryan Rants and Raves, a podcast series by the Quebec government office in New York. Bienvenue à Ryan Rants and Raves, une série de podcasts par le gouvernement du Québec à New York. Hello everyone, welcome to Ryan's Rants and Raves, Quebec's podcast series. Um, I'm really happy to, today to be with John and Stacey at Century 21. They were with me for three days in Montreal. They yeah. Were, you know, yeah. they uh, great, great were vacation with me, so um, I'm happy to be chatting with them. So Thanks thank for you. having us. Yeah, thank you both. Thank you. Um, I guess just to get started, can you just give a brief background about you both, maybe how you both entered this lovely industry? Uh, <laughs> well, so my how I entered was I actually started working out in finance, working in finance after um, school, but I always had a passion for this industry, for fashion, for retail. So a friend of mine worked for a textile company and someone reached out to her about an assistant buying position that she didn't want. And she knew I loved, I always asked her a lot of questions about her job and what she did. So she referred me to this person. I interviewed with them and here I am. But being in finance is great to be a buyer because you yes, have to look at the numbers, look at the margin. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's not just like saying that's cute, I want it on the floor. So. And I, I think that when people hear us mm-hmm. buying fashion, mm-hmm. they think it's very glamorous. Mm-hmm. And we all know we run a business. We right. it's not it's not as glamorous as everyone mm-hmm. thinks. It has it is. its glamour moments at times, depending on where you are. But similar to Stacy, I did an internship in finance also with Lehman Brothers in Boston. Yeah, okay. And Did not really like it too much. Um, and then coming into my senior year, my sister actually said, well, what are your passion? What do you like? What do you, and, and I said, I've been reading GQ, Esquire, a lot of the magazines since I was really a freshman in high school. She's like, well, why don't you go into that industry? And I interviewed with um, TJX Group and mm-hmm. then also Bloomingdale's. And lo and behold, got into Bloomingdale's training program. And the rest is history. And this was back... Aging myself a little bit when the training program was you work on the floor, then in the buying office, back to the floor as a manager, and back to the buying. So that was actually an invaluable experience to have some time on the floor yeah. that a lot of the merchants in this day and age don't actually have that experience. But it is um, very, very valuable. And it, but we get general. the best of both worlds as buyers at Century because we get to actually go to the floor. We could merchandise our floor. We could take our vision, right, would you say, John, and yep. kind of like make light of it on the floor ourselves. Mm-hmm. We do have people doing that, but we can help. Right. So I guess this leads me to my next question. So tell us about Central 21. I think everyone who lives in New York knows it because it's very historic, but you know, maybe some of my listeners in Canada who may have never set foot in New York yet. So you know we're an iconic off-price fashion store yeah. that was founded in 1961. Yeah. It's a privately owned company. We have a very compelling on-trend merchandise in men's, ladies, and kids. We are currently one flagship location downtown in Manhattan, and we're relaunching Acom in August. Okay. Yeah. And Stacy was here before. Actually, I was not here. This is new for me, but, wow, it's a really, really iconic place. I used to live two blocks from there, so I used to go there all the time. And now with the reopening, it is really special in many different ways. Now the store is open. It's beautiful. There's tons of customer service on the floor. It's, it's bright. Fresh. It's bright. It's spacious. Yep. It's really not like any of the other off-price retailers. Um, and it does feel really fresh and new and, and special. And that's not even including the merchandise that's in there. Well, I think what also sets us apart from competition is we actually merchandise by brand. 
And I think that it gives it the store a little bit more elevation when you're retailing, when you're merchandising it by brand. And I think our customer likes that. She wants to know I'm coming in from Missoni. Where is it? She doesn't want to sit there and start and like, like size treasure hunt. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's still a treasure hunt because there's a an assortment, deal. right, mm-hmm. on that fixture, but it's by brand, so she knows she's actually yeah. going into, or he knows they're actually going in, you know, in for a certain brand that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then internally, been in a lot of places besides Bloomingdale, Saks, Barney's, The Gap, Ralph Lauren, Xenia. There's a really good culture in Century 21 also. Good leadership. We're a lean group. We're a tight group. We do a lot of things together. And, you know, that makes a difference because you want them to succeed, like, mm-hmm. as an employee. If you like who you're working for in the culture, then you just go yeah. the extra legwork. So to piggyback off of what John said, I was previously with Century 21 for 20-plus years. Yeah, so that, that, so that says a, a lot about that, that, the company and, you know, who runs the company, who owns the company. So... I love it, and I'm very excited to be back on this journey with them. And can we speak about the opening? Because you guys just reopened. This is what? When was this? About four weeks ago? Five weeks ago? It, was, it wasn't too long ago. Yeah, it was about four weeks uh, ago. About four weeks ago. Yeah. No, a, little, a, a little over. But it was, time goes fast It was now. mid-May. May 19th yeah, or something it was, around there. So a little over a month. Exactly a month ago. Yeah. Um, the response we received from New York and the world was so overwhelming, Ryan. Um, it really is a beloved institution that was greatly missed. If the, we, we fill a white space and the reopening really reinforced that. Yeah. I mean, we were all on the floor for the opening. We we're all on the floor. The mayor came, said a few things, all very positive because he's an avid shopper there also. Um, and when the doors opened, people came in. The line was around the block. Our sales and expectations, we tripled what we wanted to do. And we had over 13,000 people come through the door. And Ladies were coming up to me crying, thank God you're back, we really missed you. It was very, very emotional. And there was a lot of positive energy on the floor, a lot of customers just coming up to you because you had a name tag and wanted to tell their Century 21 story (laughs) or were just so glad that they were back. And by the way, where can I get this and that and the other? So it was a really good, energetic, positive um, experience. And I think New York City missed it. No. You know? We were outside, so we started to chat with like a few of the people that were waiting online. And there was a, a woman and her daughter, and they had just flown in from Florida to the day just, just to shop <laughs> because they heard about the grand opening and they missed it so much. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, it's good for us that we're launching ecom because we are really known worldwide, and a lot of people yeah. really have missed us. So we get a lot of feedback all the time. When is you know ecom relaunching? We need it. Everyone reaches out to us on social media. When are you coming back to Brooklyn? When are you coming back to Long Island? So people really, really missed it. You don't really find. Um, I, I I would like to say that there is no competition for us out there. Mm-hmm. If you walk the other off prices, yeah, I don't see someone saying flying to go to X competitor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, so. I'm excited. John's excited. Like he said, we have a great team. I thought the store looked amazing that, you know, for grand opening, we pulled it off. I don't even know. And how, how long did we pull that off? We still sure, weren't short amount of time. Like, and the momentum's still there. I mean, just to let you know, or we're, we're having trouble keeping the floor filled in a lot of our areas mm-hmm. because the business is still so good. So for all you customers out there, if you don't find what you, uh, what you're looking for, come back next week. 
Fly, gonna... fly back from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> JetBlue's pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I was there, I think, the third day. I actually ran into you, Stacey, yeah. there. Um, and the shoe like the shoe floor, the, the line was like almost to the escalator. Oh, the lines, yeah. lines were 100 deep yeah. that, that opening day and even, even the second or third day. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they've, they've kind of tallied off a little bit, but, but it's still, the store's really packed and, and we're having trouble. In a certain few areas of keeping it keeping it stocked. But that's a good sign. That's a that's very a high good, class problem. It's a high yeah. class yeah. problem <laughs> that, that's, that's that a, we are definitely on. You <laughs> can't, can't complain about that. Um, so I do, I do now want to chat about just um, so what are you guys because you both are buyers at Center Twenty One, but what are you guys' roles respect, respectively um, there? We're buyers, yeah. and we both buy many categories each. Um, John is men's, I'm women's. I buy about six categories right now. Like we said, we're a small but lean team right now. John yeah. buys most I buy all the, all the tailored clothing, all the furnishings, dress furnishings, which is technically dress shirts and ties, personal furnishings, which is underwear and hosiery, all the accessories, and then, uh, as you know, the domestic outerwear. Yeah. So basically everything except sportswear and shoes. And then in men's, we have, uh, we have two, other, um, two or three other buyers. Because we're so small, we actually wear many hats, but buying is our job first and foremost. Yeah. And then um, what brands do you guys personally like best right now that you guys have bought that might be currently on the floor? I saw Calvin Klein underwear, which I, I did buy two, <laughs> two packs of that so. <laughs> when, when, I, when I was there. Um, There's so many brands that I like, um, you know, from an American designer point of view, good American um, Jonathan Simkai, Free People, Splits Fifty Nine, All Saints, Uggs. Oh, that, yeah, that's a that's a great band, Uggs. Okay, it, it, and and most of these most of these brands you can find at Century Twenty One yeah. right now, and they're not only good in one area. Wherever we have them throughout the whole store, the brands are working really well. You know, in my areas, which are you know some of the classic tailor, and it's nice to have brands like Xenia. Canali, Lubium, Ted Baker, and then even some special brands in hosiery like Obey, you know, in underwear, To Exist, Kenneth Cole just launched their underwear mm. programs. Um, but I think most of the excitement and what differentiates us even more so than having those high-end basic brands um, are some of the designers. So, you know, some of the brands that have been doing well is like Moschino, Versace, Rude in the streetwear world, brands like Transit, Tom Crom, MSGM, Stamped, um, and then more in the contemporary world like Purple, brands great yeah. Denim, Obey, Brands Journals, a great surf skate brand, um, Helmet Lang, Theory, Corridor, Knickerbocker, and then what's coming in is Second Layer, Noon Goons, Teddy Von Ranson, Willie Chavarari. So these are certain brands that you're not going to find in other stores. Yeah. No, Rude, you know? like, Rude is like, that's yeah. a very difficult one yeah, to find. Exactly. A... And, and the nice thing is, is, you know, I'm not the sports store buyer, but I go on that floor. I can't get off that floor without buying something. Yeah. You know, every time I go, and it's, a, it's fortunate that we're attached to the stores. We're on that floor every day, and, and we really have a real eclectic assortment for every type of customer there. And I think that's another thing that really um, the, the Century apart. does very well. Yeah. It sets us apart compared to some of the other competition. And I'll say Purple. I think Purple's Canadian. They're but not from good old Quebec, but I think it they're well. Canadian. Like but, he literally sold it out in a week. Yeah. In a week. Oh, in one yeah. week, it was gone. 
<laughs> I think I walked the floor with um, the assistant of that area yeah. on Thursday, and when we came in on Tuesday, he said his whole entire sofa was gone. Wow. That, that's the, that's the, that's a, for so that's each exciting. party. Everyone's happy about that. So yeah, that, that you know, it's exciting. You don't really hear about too many things blowing out these days in retail. So when you hear about it, we're doing something right. Yeah, I usually hear the the opposite. Right. <laughs> They're like, "Can you drop ship?" Because things are blowing out. So I do want to now say, like, what trends have you guys been seeing, like in the market? Um, so I buy many different areas. So would you, um, so in in my beauty world right now, makeup is a very big trend, um, skincare and hair. And then in women's, denim on denim is working really well. Embe- anything embellished, embellished denim. Graphic tees, flowy maxi dresses, anything we have crochet, whether it's in ready to wear or swim is working really well. Linen is selling. Um, that's pretty much what... Yeah. Is trending right now for for me in my yeah, world. And in men's, you know, if we, if we want to get really kind of macro and philosophical for a second, I think COVID taught us something, and that's that we want to be comfortable. Yeah, that's you true. know, and and where pre-COVID, like everything, and say like tailored clothing was getting thinner and skinnier, and pants were getting tighter, and everything. I think now we've realized that. You know, that, that's all nice, but we want to be comfortable. So I think a lot of silhouettes in menswear have loosened up a little bit. You know, tailored clothing is always going to be tailored clothing. Not too much is going to change there. We do want to keep a nice felt fit. But I think more in sportswear, what's going on is there seems to be a resurge in kind of brands that have a, a kind of preppy DNA, but almost like a workwear yeah. kind of aesthetic when it comes to shape and fabrics. So, you know, you look at one of the most popular brands in the world right now, Amelie Leon Dore, and he's mm. got kind of like, it's like, oh, that's a preppy polo, that's a preppy color, a Nantucket red or something like that. But the shapes and the fabric are more like a Caterpillar or a Carhartt, where they're like a heavier canvas or like a little bit baggier of a pant. So I think that's kind of what's going on. And then on top of that, the designers will always be the designers and luxury will always be luxury. Um, and then streetwear will always be there too. And there's a lot of cool streetwear out there too. Baggier shirts, a lot of logo, a lot of tank tops now because we're seeing that um, due to the summertime season. Yeah, no, very good, very good points. And you know, since you both mentioned that how things are just blowing out the floor, what are some tips to brands um, who want to work with you guys? Call us. Call us. Reach out. We'll talk to you all and look at everything with respect and. Uh, and yes, of course. We're always willing to try something new and deliver brands to the customer at great values. Yeah. Yep. And I will say about, you know, you know, with my job, I have to work with, with all certain types of buyers. I think Century does a great job about responding to every email and looking at every single opportunity that comes by. And I think that's appreciated from every single vendor. Because even if it's not of interest, you know, at least you guys tell them it's not of interest. And you guys see it, and I think that's uh, well, you an amazing to, point. Yeah, you uh, have to, Ryan, because you never know where someone's going to end up. And being in, you know, in between my Barneys and here, I worked in wholesale. Sales tough, and and there there are a lot of inexperienced merchants or buyers out there that don't really understand what these wholesale partners go through, and don't have the respect for them, which you know is, is kind of inbred from. From our our owner, yes, and, and make sure we don't. And, and that was inbred from my old boss at Barney's too. So like you have to respect and have to get back to these people because at the end of the day, 
they're our partners, and without them, there is you no can't Century exist. 21. Well, and I think everything is like, you know, everything changes. It's all like in loops. It goes up and down. Like, I don't think diesel three years ago was cool, but now diesel is. It's a, very cool now. And diesel's like a top. We actually tool. have a lot of it on the floor. Right oh, now. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> even in underwear. Even, in, in. <laughs> even in fragrance. Okay, it's like <laughs> and the men's fragrance is selling really well. But I was actually just on the floor today, and there's a lot of women's diesel on the floor right now. It looked really good. Yeah. But, you know, like. Recently, it wasn't as cool. Now it's like yeah. it's just what I've seen personally. And and actually, you have to respect Diesel because off the cuff, they throw the best industry party in the entire world. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and John wants to be invited. <laughs> I've been to a few of them in my day, and then they're probably some of the best parties you've ever been to in your life. Oh, that's they so really funny. know how to go out. They go out when they when they open their first store on 59th Street, right at Kitty Corner to Bloomingdale's. And then, uh, and then at a certain anniversary, they did a party around the world. Diesel did, and they had parties in, in every city, you know, respectively. And uh, and there were some some magical magical parties. We pride ourselves at Century on customer relationship on um, vendor relationships yeah. um, and customer relationships. Both, both. Yeah. yes, both. But we pride ourselves on those relationships, and they are always calling us first before anyone else yeah. with offers. So that's why we return. And that's how you get the best merchandise. Yes, that's how we get the best because we have first dibs on yeah. the product. Um, so, so just now to continue, I know this is the the, the rants and raves. So, do you guys have anything to to rant about or rave about? I get to work with Stacy DeFeo every day. That's <laughs> oh, my good. Rave. good. <laughs> whether whether it's going out to to Bay Ridge in the warehouse or going to our our offices in in Viaduct. That's that's my rave right now. So now we do have to talk about good old Quebec or Canada because you know Quebec is, you know they they're they're why I'm here. So um, yep. can can we say anything about Quebec, Montreal? You know, um, since you guys went there, you know, in the good old winter time. So <laughs> so from a brand's from a brand perspective, you know, Century Twenty One likes to differentiate ourselves and give the customer a reason to buy. And the Canadian brands have definitely played a role in this. The Century 21 customer has responded so well to the brands that we've offered them, especially in outerwear. Yeah. You know, John was very impressed. We were very impressed with um, how into the whole sustainable. Whole, oh, yeah. The, yeah. They were very sustainable how, brands. Right. Yeah. How everyone's very into sustainability. Um, we love how the outerwear is made. It's made very well in Canada. Um, there's a lot of great fabrics, you know, at one point everyone loved the fur out of Canada. We obviously aren't buying yep. real fur anymore, but we were very impressed with a lot of the brands, whether it was accessories, mm-hmm. whether it was, um, outerwear. Yeah, they definitely, I mean, listen, I've had a lot of experience with Canada and going there as a young, as a young boy playing hockey growing up. Um, we used to travel there and my wife's also from Canada, so I have nothing but the best to say about the country and the people. Um, but, you know, the fact that a lot of the outerwear is still made there yeah, uh, yeah. was very impressive. And what Stacey said, the sustainability thing was very impressive. Almost every vendor or every brand that we went to had some kind of sustainability embedded in their product, whether it be the fillers came from water bottles or the nylon mm. came from this. Like, they really take it seriously and they really kind of care from the heart. Um, which was very, very impressive, you know. And then they're also, for the most part, very easy people to deal with and try to help you, 
as, as much as possible. And, and we're always kind of on the same page um, to that point. Yeah, good. It's just not good for winter, but other than that, it's, but that's yeah. why we have good coats. Cause we it's a cold winter. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Yeah. Um, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. No, no, no. It was fine. I think we just missed that. That, uh, that cold, really yeah, cold. It was. We yeah, cold. I had arrived that day prior. But and I do know that um, a lot of the beauty right now in the store is from Canada. So a lot of the yeah. Beauty so we were, there. you know, that that also differentiates us. Like you won't find it in any other yeah. off price, and that's what we're about. So thank you for finding me those brands, yeah. um, and continue to find new brands for us. Yeah. We're uh, very open to. Yeah. Having new brands on the floor, right, right, and and a good array of brands too, which is nice. You know, from all aspects, from all different kind of designs, whether it's like more classic and basic, all the way up to the fashion, and then from a price point, opening all the way up to the highest price points of outerwear, is why we go to Canada and why you come to Century Twenty One. And I'm, I'm excited to see the floor um, this winter. To some. So that's uh, something that I'm looking forward to, to see some of those good deals for the outerwear. Um, now, to close, I always like my guests to say one thing, give advice to the industry. Do you have any advice to those entering the industry or to the industry, just in general <laughs> industry? Uh, go ahead, Stace. You go first. You know, Ryan, this industry is ever is an ever-changing industry. You know, you have to be able to pivot and react quickly. It's a very fast-paced, keeps you on your toes. I think you have to work really hard. You have to have passion for it. You know, a lot of people don't have that passion anymore, unfortunately. Well, fortunately, I still do. This is my love. Um and I think you have to be a sponge and absorb all you can and learn yeah. from your mistakes. It, it is a hard-working industry. Um, it does it's have, not a nine-to-five job. Yeah, no, it, it, it does have some glamour involved when you get to a certain place. Um, but it is a lot of fun. And, and the relationships and the people you meet will be some of the most creative, inspirational people that you ever meet in your yeah. life, whether it's our own owner IG, whether it's someone like Mickey Drexler when I was at the Gap, Roger Farah, Ralph Lauren, you know, Mark Lee at, at Barney's. I mean, these are really, really creative, smart people that you should learn from. Retail's detail. Nothing, nothing goes without without looking at it. Yeah. You know, everything makes everything is, is important from, it, from the label to yeah. You know, the scenes to this and that. So it's a very thorough industry with a lot of follow up because one thing goes wrong and it hits the floor and guess yeah. what? You know, all that effort and, and and all that passion that put into a project or an opening or a launch or something can be messed up. So um, it's it's for people that, that are very passionate. I think that that's the most thing because you have to make sure you you really dot your I's and cross your T's um, in a lot of aspects of this industry. It pays off and we have a lot of fun and you'll meet some of the best people in the world in this industry. No, I agree that. That's, that's great points. It's, mm-hmm. And it's not a nine-to-five job. It's, I, I, I don't know that many people. I work 24 only. hours a day. But, but it's, it's like I said, it's a <laughs> But passion. you enjoy it. It doesn't so, feel like So, you know, like when you're looking, we people watch a lot, like what's happening on the streets, what's going on on the streets. You know, if I'm at the gym, I'm looking at what are people wearing. If I'm in a boutique, I'm looking what new brands do they have. We're looking at influencers, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a 24-hour-a-day job because I'm always looking. Right. What's next? I mean, what's happening out just, there? Just take a picture of that door. Yeah. Because the color, <laughs> the color of that door was like the most spot-on gray-blue I've seen in it's, a long time. 
It's, and it's when it, when it's in you. Like I love what I do. I know John loves what he does. It's we're always working. Our our wheels are always turning. We're always looking at what's next, what's happening, what are we selling, what's what new vendors are out there, and and you're on your phone on on TikTok on on old social media, Instagram, Facebook. finding new brands, reaching out to those yeah. new brands. It's it, you're literally working all the time. Well, I, I like I say people watch. That's a great way to see something that's a new trend because then you, yeah, that's uh, I love and it's also watching. fun at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Uh, I wish that could be an occupation. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that, that's it would be the best. That could be the CEO of the people it's watching. It's true, though. You watch, like, what, what do people have on on the streets? What are they wearing? You know, what are they wearing on the trains? Sometimes it boggles my mind what sells. It blows my mind. And I'm like, where are they wearing this stuff? And here I am, like, just looking at everybody on subways, on buses, you know, on airplanes, wherever we go. We're, I'm always looking to see what people are wearing and what they have on. Right. Good. Well, this is, this is all I have for you both today, so... Uh... Merci d'être venu. Thank you for coming. De rien. Yeah. No Thank problem. you, Ryan. Merci d'avoir écouté Ryan's Rants and Raves. Suivez-nous sur Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. Thank you for listening to Ryan's Rants and Raves. Follow us on Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. À très bientôt.